0: Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Justin from Landstark's After Dark here. You know, ever since I started doing my podcast, uh, people have been asking me if I have any hot leads on uh, lines they should bet or any college football insights. And, you know, from time to time, we do think uh, we've, we've figured something out. We see a line we like. And, you know, whenever we get that, we, you want to be able to bet somewhere reliable. You want to be able to use your money uh, on an online book something easy with a good interface, uh, somewhere you can trust and, you know, if you win money, you want to be able to get it back, and that website is my bookie. Uh, we're proud to have them as a, as a sponsor here on the show. Um, you know, I'd only recommend a service uh, to my listeners that I actually use, and I do use my bookie. Uh, I found it to be, um, like I said, very easy to use, um, very user friendly. It's got a fun interface. Like we talked about last week on the show, uh, all kinds of fun prop bets you can do on there, but then also, you know, you have all your normal lines, you got your parlays, you got your money lines. Uh, Any kind of college football bet you could want to do, it's on there. So if you listen to the show, I encourage you to get on my bookie. Use our code SHARK S H R K all caps uh, when you sign up. You get some bonus cash. Most importantly, you'll be helping your favorite podcast, uh, supporting the show. We really appreciate it. Um, They have in-game live betting. uh, They have player perks. All kinds of other stuff on there for you. Even if you don't want college football betting, I encourage you to check it out. so again, just go to my bookie, mybookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E, uh, and use our promo code SHARK, S-H-A-R-K, like I said already. Uh, get your free play. Uh, you play, you win, you get paid. Um, and hey, you've heard about this on other big shows, not just Landsrakes After Dark, it's on the Bill Simmons podcast. I heard an ad for it on Doughboys the other day, so uh, seriously guys, this is not some fly by that website. You gotta check it out, mybookie. Alright, let's get to the show. That music, that music, that music. Welcome to Land After Dark. You are with the Dispatch from the dystopian reality that is Ole Miss Athletics. I'm your host, Justin Sanders. We are talking real football games, people. Week one in the books for the most part. One game left today. We're recording this on Monday, September the 3rd, after Ole Miss's defeat of Texas Tech 47-27 on Saturday. I got my co-host, John Stefancic, on the line. We're talking everything week one. What's up, John? How you doing, buddy?
1: This podcast has spent about... <sighs> A good, uh, at least two, really three. When did Shea Patterson commit to Ole Miss?
0: Uh, it
1: was it was, uh, J- was in, January
0: twenty fifteen. Is that right?
1: February of fifteen. I want to say it was right after signing day fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah After
0: signing but day. All
1: right. three years waiting for the shave for the savior to have mm-hmm. his moment and in descend into glory and. Um, he finally did this past weekend, but it was, wasn't was leading Ole Miss to victory. It was helping out Touchdown Jesus and that Notre Dame boys get off to a one no start. And uh, all of this news around Harbaugh, and Shea Patterson, and they're going to you know big year for Michigan. They go out and combust like we said. So we would like to make ourselves readily available to go on any podcast in the country and explain why Shea and Harbaugh are frauds. Because <laughs> the millions of people that watch the media on a daily, weekly basis, ESPN, Gary Danielson saying Shea Patterson is going to win the Heisman, not true. Heisman
0: not true. contender, yeah. He Seasonal Heisman. Well, well the Heisman campaign <clears throat> off to a rough start, huh? I mean, Notre Dame defeats Michigan twenty-four seventeen. It was a somewhat close game. I, I caught bits and pieces of it. Uh, I take it you were watching a little more closely, John. Obviously. Shay does get kind of a what strip sack there to to lose the game. You got a photo of him lying face down on the on the turf. You remember Wallaceing, John? That was kind of a a Patterson, yep. Pattersoning. You got a little yep. picture of, of Shay on the turf there. Um, I mean, how bad did he play? Really, was it was it echoes of the time at Ole Miss? Was he bailing on the pocket? Was that, was that what was going on? What what did you see?
1: He. He stayed, he tried to stay in the pocket okay, really, the O-line was met. I mean, Harbaugh is trying to play, like, 1950 football, and it just doesn't make sense. Especially, I mean, Shea, Shea's a guy that can run a spread option offense. He's trying to do what Saban did, you know, 2010 Alabama, just run, 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 where Saban's even evolved and said, I'm going to play a spread offense with Tua and bringing guys, etc., so... I don't know. We it's, probably don't need to be sitting here talking about shaving. No, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna spend too
0: much time on the top of the show but, We'll get but back we to spent
1: it. Three and a half years looking for the shavier and we found him and it was gloriously entertaining. Well, so
0: far he's been fairly consistent. I think you can I was that.
1: not the only person that was massively entertained by that. No, so, I mean I think it was it was the big
0: story. Uh well sadly for Old Miss fans, I mean, you know, every fan base goes through these sour grapes moments, but I think a lot of Old Miss fans are watching that game. On Saturday night, I mean, Ole Miss got got done early afternoon with that 11 a.m. start. We're we'll about to get into that uh, and all the takeaways from that game, but um, yeah, I mean, able to turn it around. I mean, you got Western Michigan, SMU coming up. You know, you get some get some wins under your belt, Shay. I mean, who, they they don't play Wisconsin until October 13th. Uh, they could probably beat Nebraska. Uh, they got Michigan State, Penn State. The schedule gets a little bit tougher. to Ohio State to end the year, obviously.
1: Um, yep.
0: You know, pro- probably like a 9-3, and 8-4 and four type team, but you're not going to win the Heisman uh, on a team like that, I don't think.
1: Anything could happen. We'll see.
0: Anything could happen, yeah. But uh, so far, I think uh, the Xavier's Heisman campaign at Michigan off to a slow start. Let's talk about Ole Miss. Uh, It's, it's a big win. Um, not sure how much you can only really take away from it uh, as far as the rest of the season goes in the win and loss column. Obviously, you learned a lot about the offense. Um, they're good. I think we could have predicted that. At the same time, I don't think Texas Tech is necessarily a very good football team. I think their record will bear that out in the coming weeks, but uh, I mean, my big takeaways, wide receivers obviously are legit. Not even, I mean, we could talk about it, but not even like worth talking about as some sort of an insight. Um, losing Jalen Jones to a torn ACL for the rest of the season is a, is a big loss. He returned a, t- a kickoff for a touchdown in this game. Uh, he's probably your best cover cornerback. He's been a very steady presence in Ole Miss's defensive backfield uh, the entire time he's been at Ole Miss. That's a big blow. Um, but then uh, Scotty Phillips looks great. Over 200 yards, first time since 2010. Offensive line, I think, is legit. Uh, really need to watch the injuries, though. I mean, you're not very deep in any position. You can't have too many injuries. Um, and offensive line is a is definitely a position where that applies. Um, Tom Yu, I thought, looked uh, improved. I thought he looked good. Uh, definitely improved for how he played in the Egg Bowl, um, making some good decisions. There's, the deep throws look really good to the sideline. Um, defense, I, I thought the run, the run defense was okay. Uh, I mean, I, I want to see it against a legit SEC opponent. You're gonna get that chance against Alabama uh, in under two weeks here. Um, I, I thought, I thought Longo called a good game. I do not think McGriff called a good game. There were several plays, and I'm not a football expert by any stretch. There was, se- there were several plays where we were blitzing like nine guys and I'm just audibly questioning that and they would just throw it over the top and then complete the pass I, I don't know I, I just I, I, I continue to be underwhelmed by uh, McGriff in all aspects of his defensive coordinator job what, what, what are your big takeaways from the from the game John
1: I think you hit the key points I would say this team overall is a little bit better than what I thought they were but I would, I think, going into the season, I feel like they are anywhere from a five to an eight-win team. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say they're either a six or a seven at this point. To me, they're seven and five, and if I miss by one, it's six and six, barring any substantial injury, etc. Yeah. The, the O-line looked pretty good. You can see the fingerprints of Luke on this team. With yeah. we're going to run the ball, we're gonna run, we're gonna have a scheme that allows us to run the ball sensibly. We watch.
0: And that's their attitude too. Like if they they want to run the ball. Like Greg Little said after the game, "There's no better feeling than seeing your running back run free as an yeah. offensive lineman." I really like the mentality that Owell has this year.
1: Free spent his whole career trying to fit a square peg in, the, in a round hole with his running scheme. Mm-hmm. Luke has actually implemented something that's logical. And frankly, Scotty Phillips looked about as good as Jordan Wilkins to me. I mean, Jordan, to me, Jordan Wilkins was a good player, but he wasn't.
0: I this mean. Uh-huh. Again, I think Tech defense is questionable, but I mean, I think Scotty looked better than Jordan in a lot of ways. I mean, the way he was, the
1: first couple steps are better than Jordan. Jordan. The way he's
0: shedding those tacklers. I mean, yeah. I think he's legit. Again, running back is so thin, especially with Swinney out with mono for the, well, for the next few weeks.
1: Is Scotty Phillips one of the five most? He's one of the five most important players on this team. Yeah, go big time. There's nothing behind him. I think we could do. I think Wallard, we could do Wall- this. Wallard's not. A player.
0: We could do. I think the five would be Teanu, okay. Scotty Phillips, uh, AJ Greg Little. Honestly, and this is this could be controversial, I'm not putting a receiver in my top five because of the depth there. I think I, there's enough I, I, depth there.
1: Barely, I very strongly disagree. I just think there's enough AJ depth Brown. with your receivers
0: that no one of them is that important. I think Lodge, Brown, and Metcalf all looked great. I think I think any of those guys – could carry you he, in any game.
1: A.J. Brown sets the entire defense. That's, in, true. that's true. In a manner similar to what Laquan Treadwell did in 14. When Laquan got hurt in 14, you could scheme on this completely differently. That's true. All got stymied after that. Uh, most important player because of what could happen. Not from an actual. It may not show up in the numbers, but it's what could happen. That's true. <laughs> I mean, Metcalf, Metcalf to me, Showed a, was a step better from an execute on the field perspective. I mean, he's always been a uh, kind of had his niche role and been an athletic freak. He looked more had, played more of a complete game. Part of that's the coverage shift. I mean, they really like they, they kept Brown under control. I mean, he had his a few catches and everything, but it's set up for Metcalf to have one on ones. I thought Lodge looked 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 better this he, year. He, really. had a, he
0: had a fumble, but other than that, I thought he looked really good. Honestly, like I, I think Lodge has really come along as a player.
1: Yep. I don't think Lodge is a one. I think he's a good two and in this offense he gets to play as a three, which is a real unfair mismatch. I mean, you have Brown, Metcalf, Lodge, Braylon Sanders look look pretty good.
0: Braylon Sanders is good. Dawson Knox is is reliable.
1: Much as we make like to make fun of him, Dawson Knox Dawson Knox is a solid player. Haven't seen anything
0: from the freshman yet. I I didn't see a lot of Cooley either. I know he
1: was out there some. He's out there somewhere. They've got five guys that you trust catching the ball though. Yes. And that's really, and to your point, you could probably take it. You could take an injury, although you wouldn't want it to. You be don't different. want it.
0: You don't want an injury, but if it's gonna happen, wide
1: receiver is your deepest position you got group. Got some depth there. Yeah. Um, they ran. They ran the ball. They lined up on a fourth and one and handed it off and went forty yards yes. for a score. Hughes, that's a new. That was play.
0: a pivotal play for sure.
1: They put the game away in the second half. What this team has to do. Well, Freeze got in trouble in 16 by having an offense that scored going 100 miles an hour and you would get, get out of balance on a time of possession standpoint. Mm-hmm. The defense is tired. Luke understands he still kind of has the same problem based on the defense he has. Mm-hmm. And the offense he,
0: he has. I mean, he still have that super fast scoring offense.
1: Oh, no, well, but his scheme and he's got a line and a back, if Scotty Phillips stays healthy.
0: Right. You can grab it out.
1: All the clock and kind of put the game like the running game has to be the governor on the tempo of the of the game as well mm-hmm. as balance out time of possession and give the defense a break etc. that that's critical for Ole Miss. Um They made all three. How many field goals they made? You know, four. So
0: look, I was gonna say Luke Logan. looks us like his four or four. Uh, he, he made two from I want to say thirty nine when uh, Kingsbury iced him at one point uh, yeah. early in the first half. He went um, five,
1: five, and four counted.
0: Exactly right. Um, I, I think he was a walk on a couple of years ago. And now he's on scholarship. I was, I was impressed. You know, kicker. I, I
1: don't hunter, think he's gonna
0: make any fifty yarders, but that he's, he's a reliable weapon.
1: Hunter, di- hunter did not do anything to impress me.
0: He shanked one. The other one seemed fine. Uh, we should mention. After- Kavontae um, Ruggs got that concussion. Uh, didn't get to, to see him a ton at linebacker. He didn't have a huge hit on the, the first three, kickoff.
1: Three plays, he was there. It was like, okay, this guy's this guy is better than what they've had on that spot. I, I expect we won't
0: see him again until the Alabama game. If,
1: yeah, there, if then with the concussion. there's no reason to play him. Yeah, did anybody like Sean Sean Rawlings should not touch the field this week. Mm-hmm.
0: Did, they, mean, yeah, be, yeah, what were the offensive line injuries? Did Rawlings get injured? I, I read that somewhere.
1: Shoulder strain. He could. He. I think he came back in. He could. He may play some this week, but he he, he would play thirty snaps against Southern Illinois.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. I think um, you, you bubble wrap everybody this this week. Um,
1: yeah, I and mean, you don't want to get too sensitive and not not have people work through injuries, but you I, want to be. I wonder you, if
0: this uh, this Southern Illinois game, and we're not. We'll get back to some more tech in a second, but I wonder if this is going to be one of the four games that you're assuming you're going to use Matt Corral in. Um because obviously you can still you can use four now and still preserve the red shirt. Um I think it makes sense to plan to use them That in, rule
1: is you can play four up to four yeah. games throughout the year. Yeah, so that's the change. new that's the new rule, yeah. So, so he- so he could he could make four scrub appearances and still preserve his right. Right,
0: right. And I think that's the plan. You plan to use him in games like this and clean up. And then if Tamu mm-hmm. goes down, it's fine because he's not going to have the red shirt anyway. So it's not a big deal. You know, if he's already played a couple games. You know what I mean? It's really so, good. It's really a good thing.
1: So it works out because I got yeah. three crap non cons at home and he can play in the yep, I think it,
0: I think it makes sense. And that way, you're not risking the injury to Tamu as well. So perhaps look for that this weekend. Uh, some some Matt Corral, maybe some of the young uh, wide receivers as well. I know Elijah Moore returned punts. I wonder if he's going to be returning kickoffs now that Jalen Jones is out. Um, I thought I thought uh, special teams were a strength that we talked about. Luke Logan, uh, the punting needs to get a little better, but I thought the kickoff coverage was good. His return was
1: awesome. When he tore his ACL. Yeah, it, but sucks, it was at Least refreshing to see.
0: Oh, John, how have we forgot we? We've left closes. out the huge, the biggest storyline of the game. Really, I mean, if you're a Texas Tech fan, you know, second game in a row, Ole Miss removes the starting quarterback of the other team. Obviously, I don't think it's an intentional thing, but this is something that happened. Um, the, the Texas Tech playing with the true freshman from the first quarter on, uh, after I guess an ankle injury to the starter.
1: You know, you don't wish anybody to get injured, but in general, so. if that's you're you're being physical. Is what I would say that means, which is yeah. good. I thought the
0: defense they 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 their, their biggest problems are going to be being out of position and not being able to catch up to people because they were out of position. But I think that they are playing with some intensity. That there's some some big hits. There's some aggression there, and they got some stops when they could have rolled over, honestly. And the game, you know, twenty point victory. Uh, but there were some tense moments. You know, we mentioned Lodge fumbled. Ole Miss is only up by ten. I mean, I, I definitely didn't think that it was uh, put away in the first half, as some Ole Miss fans were kind of I, acting like I, it was. I
1: agree. If they had been more efficient in the red zone in the first half, it would have been a cakewalk. And quite frankly, any time they they always seemed to have they always had a multi score buffer when they needed to do something, they did it.
0: Yeah, but still so, fumbling fumbling inside their territory only up by ten. I mean that in the third quarter, that's or the maybe the fourth quarter even, you know, that that's still an opportunity for them. I mean, <laughs> I talked about go ahead.
1: I mean they I mean they responded to I mean, they were always yeah, the
0: defense the defense did what they needed to do in those situations.
1: They were clearly the better team. Yes. And I don't they, think Texas Tech is good. The quarterback mattered. For
0: Probably Texas. Kingsbury's last season, uh in in Lubbock. <laughs> um
1: Something funny that happened, the, good. The defense was an abomination last year, although they played a little better at the end of the season. And they, they, I would say they looked, looked like a below average, but they're a below print. average SEC defense, but they're not just, just trash. If that yeah, makes and sense. you have some pieces.
0: Front. I mean, Coatney's pretty good, Kadir Shepard.
1: The front actually looks okay.
0: Tisdale is going to be really good.
1: Run fits are run fits are an issue, although they were slightly better. Um, Rugs and uh, Sonogo, you put them back there, and you just you just have them learn.
0: Jackless Jones had some moments at linebacker.
1: Custis had a decent. Oh, I game. liked.
0: Yeah, I liked what I saw
1: from Custis for sure. Um, they, they they look okay. I I think it's a team that.
0: I, I would like to see the defense. without. I don't really it.
1: think they're going to get just embarrassed, blown out by anybody. I mean, the the most likely scenario would be Alabama, Alabama,
0: Auburn, maybe LSU. I mean, I think I think the LSU game
1: is probably closer than Alabama, hey, Auburn game. Out of his system last year, he's going to go out there and he and frankly, Saban's going to try to get through as much of the season as he can with uh with keeping Hurts in there and be diplomatic. I think it's, it's weird, man. That's a, a weird deal for Saban. He's trying to keep to his head from being too big, and he he he's trying to maintain his back up I mean, throughout the year. Obviously, there's a better it's chance good. it go ahead. So, I, I think I there's a better it. chance
0: it works out than not. But at the same time, that's still something that you know. It's if if you told me at the end of the season doing that backfired on Saban, you know yeah. that's believable. So we'll that's see good. what happens with all that. Did
1: you see Saban the Saban Maria Taylor?
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So it sounds like but, Nick Saban just being a jackass, right?
1: He was definitely an ass, but I'm I'm going to have a different take on this, and I, I, I basically agree that yeah, Paula's all that. I thought Mar- I thought that the way Maria Taylor handled that did more for her career like than anything, because he went nuts, mm-hmm. and now, and this is going to be stereotyping, whatever. If that was a five foot four blonde that. Saban's taller than. Then it looks like he's really being an ass. Maria Taylor's six feet tall.
0: <laughs> I don't know there. about this. I don't know about has, this take, John. But go on.
1: You don't like this date. Well, yeah. I
0: don't know. I'm interested. I'm interested to hear where you're going
1: with you know this. She it. She goes. You know, she goes. Basically goes up and goes. Look. You know. In so, in so many words in a in a good good manner said. Look, I have to ask you about this quarterback. Saban went off. And and right. she goes and she goes. I know. I know. Moves right on. Didn't look for any kind of pity, you know. Mm-hmm. shock action. She kind of basically knew she he was going to go nuts. Handled it, moved on, and it was like that was that was impressive. You're
0: impressed by her professionalism, yeah,
1: yeah. And, and here's the deal: she can go interview any nut job and handle it, and that you know proved and that proved it both. I mean, because she's I mean, being six feet tall helps. So let's be frank here, mm-hmm. but saving was just. Saban was a complete ass, and he wasn't being an ass towards her. He was being an ass towards the media, which, fine,
0: because this she was the media that was there that instance.
1: Exactly, she just happened to have the microphone in her hand. But this also showed why Saban would never work in the NFL again: is that he just he has to have so much control, and. Mm-hmm. He gets to do it at Alabama cuz the players come out of high school and basically we go deal with this nut job for 3 years we go get paid a lot of money and we that's the deal and the pros mm-hmm. it's, it's all a different game but I thought I thought that was a great moment for her and Okay. She, she really distinguished herself as a rockcaster etc. So any report Fair et enough. Et um I think, but I think this Ole Miss team is going to be competitive in a lot of games. But I just think at the end of the day, they're not going to stop the run well enough. And Tom is going to put up yards and score. But do you really trust do you really trust him to lead a drive?
0: I think against a lot of the teams on the schedule, you do. I mean, the schedule kind of sets up a little bit here. So lose to Bama that that puts you at three and one going into LSU. Uh, yep. It's a free shot, really. Um, let's say you lose three and two, you're four and two after Monroe. I think you beat Arkansas, you're five and two. So you're five. So Ar- in- the
1: Arkansas game is the swing game. It really is. If they because they beat Arky, like you said, they they're five and two.
0: Mhm. And then five you know, and two, you go and you lose. Probably, hopefully, a, a close-ish game. Auburn at home, five and
1: three. Say you lose to. Although if Auburn goes out there, slot. Who does Auburn have before?
0: Yeah, that's a that's a good question.
1: Let's walk through Auburn's because they they have Monroe, Monroe, and then Auburn. all Miss does uh,
0: Mur- Monroe, Arkansas, then Auburn after LSU. Ar- oh, then Auburn. Okay,
1: so that's okay. Let's see. I was it's not Monroe than Auburn, but
0: uh, they, no, you, you get a week off to get ready for South Carolina after Auburn as well.
1: Auburn has Tennessee. They go to state and then Tennessee at home at Ole Miss. So, they're probably both even coming into that game, frankly. Mm-hmm. Tennessee looked like they're going to play hard and be physical under Pruitt, but they're not very good. So
0: no, no. I mean, no. Ole Miss. Um, so, you could really to... be five and three going into the off week, uh, get healthy, and then you have, I mean, very winnable games, I'd say. South Carolina, A&M, Vanderbilt, uh, Mississippi State. I mean, that's –
1: November. You could finish strong there. You could sweep November. You could. Probably
0: lose one, but sweep is, is possible. It, you try not to lose two. You could Here's go
1: winless. Into, well, you probably beat Vandy, but yeah. I've seen Ole Miss screw it up against Vandy enough yeah. times where that game doesn't count. But if they beat Arkansas, they're at five wins, and all i got to do is win one game in November to get to 6-6. Six and six. Yeah. And, that, and really, if they split, I mean, the most likely thing is they probably split November. And I mean, I think on paper that they beat Vandy and they lose to the other three, but I think between State, between State, State (laughs) Carolina at home, I think they win one of those games. I I
0: agree. And something,
1: and A and M's quirky. And
0: I think if you're gonna win in College Station, you do it this year. Um, I I don't know. I think the Egg Bowl is uh, at least if I was a State fan, I'm pretty nervous about that because as it's been for several years, uh, Ole Miss is very strong where State is weak. You know they're gonna bat, they're gonna pass over the top.
1: In 09, a superior Ole Miss team went to Starkville and lost because the head coach just didn't understand the rivalry. Yeah,
0: and that's that's a very that's a big part of this. Luke versus Moorhead.
1: happened here. Moorhead's a good coach, but I just I mean, I've seen that's Ole a weird receivers game. That's a weird that game, and I think Luke gets the game. Yeah, I, I think is, Ole Miss wins Luke, the Egg Bowl this year. Yeah, Luke has half a game has has half a Brian, has Luke's pretty smart and he understands the game, which I think is worth a lot mm-hmm. in
0: that game. I, really. did, I just really, like I'm saying, I really value Ole Miss's receivers over State's pass defense. Like, I just, I don't know. I'll see, you know, when they shut down a dominant passing passing team, I'll, uh, maybe I'll change my tune. We're going to learn a lot about South Carolina this weekend when they play Georgia, uh, one of the couple good games this weekend. We'll get into lines in a little bit here on the show. Um, let's look around the country, John. Uh, start with the SEC. Only SEC team to lose. Tennessee, as you mentioned, they did play a very good West Virginia team. Uh, got blown out a little bit, forty to fourteen. But A <clears throat> makes light work on Thursday at Northwestern State, fifty-nine to seven. Vanderbilt takes care of Middle Tennessee, thirty-five to seven. Pretty easy bet in retrospect. Vanderbilt was, was uh, favored by like two. Uh, they 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 looked good again. They won thirty-five to seven.
1: Thirty-five to seven. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. and that's a. It was kind of like a split crowd too, because Middle Tennessee is in Nashville as well. Um, there were a lot of Middle Tennessee fans there, so uh, that's for, a, that's a good opening win for them.
1: Good for Mason. Yeah, yep. Alabama beats Louisville. Go ahead. No, no I didn't have anything. Go yeah. ahead.
0: Alabama beats Louisville fifty-one to fourteen. I watched a little bit of this game. I mean, you got any quick takeaways?
1: I didn't watch any of it. Tua is, I mean, if they. However, the hell Saban wants to get there. If he gets to it and is eventually establishes the steady guy mm-hmm. and lets them, and lets that offense reach its potential, I think Alabama's two steps better than the next best team.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean also about Louisville. I mean they're they're not great right now. Their their last game uh, of last season, you know they they lost to State's backup quarterback that was playing this weekend as well. Um, so I don't know how much you can take away from that, but still dominating win, another easy cover there. Uh, Georgia beats Austin P forty-five to nothing. Th- doesn't matter who cares. Auburn Washington. This was a uh, interesting game. You know, I had picked Washington coming in. Um, I don't know if they looked quite as good as as we were hoping. Is that was that a fair a sub, um a way to put it about Washington? Sorry.
1: I think I thought the first ten minutes Auburn. Beat Washington pretty good at the line.
0: Yeah,
1: Auburn screwed around a bit. They had the stupid two point conversion. I think they missed a field. I want to say they missed a field goal at one point in the first half. Mm. They didn't get if they had gotten up by seventeen nothing or something like that. I think that would have. I don't know if Washington would have ever really gotten back in. But Washington, Washington kind of hung around, and then they made the adjustments and really kind of got to the got to a similar spot as Auburn. I felt like um pretty even teams at the end of the day if they played 10 times i think auburn probably wins 7 of them mm-hmm. but it, they're all, they're all yeah probably competitive auburn to me has strengths they have weaknesses i think stidham's good not great i don't think i, I just think there's going to be a day or two where stidham's average and that and auburn's okay and doesn't and loses a couple I mean, I think Auburn's a team that loses two or three games, but they can beat anybody on any, any given day. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I, I think they're going to be good. Uh,
0: one of the one of the I uh, pretty much pretty much giving definite losses Alabama and Auburn to Ole Miss. Uh, probable losses LSU, toss up games um, South Carolina. If,
1: uh, if, Aub- if Auburn walks into Vaught-Hemingway, Hemingway
0: Mississippi State, half
1: asleep, and Stidham is shaky to start and. They try to run a simple rushing attack at Ole Miss cover, I, 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 and they make it a game for three quarters. Maybe yeah. something. They, I think if if Auburn and Ole Miss play ten times, and then Auburn wins nine. The it's but it's all reasonable at Ole Miss. Could.
0: I mean, last time Auburn was in Oxford, it was actually pretty close. I mean, they like Auburn got the win, but it was in doubt into the fourth quarter. I was at that game.
1: Was uh, um, that Chad Kelly throwing for a bazillion yards? Uh,
0: is that right? I think that's right. Let's see. Uh, it would have been 2015
1: in Austria. no it 16, Sorry. 16.
0: Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Chad Kelly throwing for a billion yards, right?
0: Uh-huh. And, he
1: uh huh. And dropped a uh, catch that would have gone ahead with five minutes left. Chad threw a pick on the next
0: play. That's right. That's right. Um, so I think it's. I mean, yeah, it's possible. I think it's really anybody that plays will miss this year. If your offense starts out slow, there's a chance that they can come out and punch you in the mouth, put you on the back foot, uh, and then, you know, it's, it's off to the races from there. Who knows what happens? Sure. Um, but at the same time, a team like Auburn, you expect them to be able to score almost at will against the defense, so we'll see. Um, same with Alabama. I think Alabama is a is a similar story going in with a lower probability of a good outcome for Ole Miss. Um, Alabama
1: in their own category. Yeah.
0: Um obviously we mentioned Tennessee lost to West Virginia 40 to 14. Uh Mississippi State dominates Stephen F Austin the Powerhouse 63 to 6 uh with Keaton Keton Thompson sorry I learned that pronunciation. Um uh, should have the return of the Mighty Fits this weekend at uh Kansas State just so a side so Thompson,
1: bar. Thompson yeah. won the bowl game and Thompson threw for 360. Mm-hmm. It was a trash team but Yeah, uh, he set some
0: set some school records.
1: Out of the benefit here is he's from a confidence standpoint, he should be in pretty good shape to function as a backup yeah, if needed.
0: That's the upside. I think the downside might be if Fitzgerald struggles, you've opened the door now. The fans have seen that the backup is very good. You create a little QB controversy. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know um <clears throat> well it depends, uh, excuse me, it depends how good you think Fitzgerald really is or how good he'll be after the injury, you know. Who knows? We'll yeah. see um south carolina beats coastal 49 to 15 i believe that was a cover uh kentucky squeaks out a 15 point win over central michigan i mean people were giving kentucky a lot of guff for this obviously you want it to be a a wider margin but central michigan is not a bad team historically central
1: michigan has had some good seasons the past five or ten years and it's week one with a new it's week one quarterback right i mean Mm Just win the damn game. So I, I you, actually like Central Michigan. Do, do you think Texas fans or wish they just won the damn game yeah, this week? Yes. yes. And we're how right. the hell? How do you, Tom Herman? You lose to Maryland two years in a row. Is this Tom like, Herman year three? This is year two, but if he oh, doesn't it's only
0: year two, okay, okay,
1: he's got to go. He, he's his ass is on the hot seat if he didn't win nine games this year after losing a Maryland open. Yeah, this season. that's that's a that rough. is that is baffling to me. That's rough. Last yeah. year's explainable because it's week one blah 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 and and it's week one year one it's all new this year holy crap you can't let that happen
0: that's right there's a couple games left in the SEC I want to talk about uh UT uh, Missouri beats UT Martin 51-14 don't really care about that Arkansas beats Eastern Illinois 55-20 I didn't watch this game uh we need to get Austin Miller to call in and give us a little summary of what we're seeing out of Arkansas this year uh, I it, the offense looked good. I guess is what I is what I heard. I don't know. Is it a running attack? What are they trying to do? I'm not sure. I have No idea. All right, well, Florida beats Charleston Charles Southern fifty-three to six. Like I said, we'll get Austin to fill us in on that. Uh, so you watched this Miami LSU game last night, correct? All right, give me well, g- give me some takeaways from this one.
1: LSU. So if you pull if you go back pull up the box score, yeah, it yeah, looks like it. Uh, uh, looks like an ugly offensive effort, mm-hmm. and. I mean, Burrow went 11 for 24. Right. I thought the first quarter, they came out, they threw at some receivers because they, li- they had some change of receiver. receivers. Receivers looked good. Burrow looked like he could – he reminded me of Mettenberger in the 2012, 2013. Mm. If they'll let him play, he can give you some yards. I think what happened was they got up, um, they got up big, and they just and they went in complete conservative mode. Which fine if your are on this guy that wasn't there for through spring, you had the game won. It was really damn obvious that Miami completely overwhelmed or mm-hmm. uh, LSU completely overwhelmed them. That's totally fine. If you're going to go beat Auburn, compete, beat Georgia, same with Alabama, you're going to have to open the offense up, but. Mm-hmm despite the stats, I thought I saw at least a, a shot that LSU, if they will take some chances on offense, I'm selling a broken record, but it's shit. It seems like that's just not allowed down there that they yeah. could have a shot being pretty damn good. Yeah. And I'll say this. I think the Auburn L arguably the biggest game of the year in the SEC or one of the key ones, this Auburn LSU game, uh, the 15th is fascinating.
0: Uh, that's that's week three. <clears throat> yeah, it's week three. So same Auburn, way, Ole Miss plays Alabama. Auburn plays LSU. Yeah,
1: like that's, it's a three thirty CBS game. Yeah,
0: two thirty, and then Ole
1: Miss is the six p.m. I believe. Ole Miss is the six. Yeah. Ole Miss gets beat at six. That should um, be good. <clears throat> the Tiger Bowl this year is fascinating. They both went and beat, won neutral site games. Although mm-hmm. Auburn's, I really even you can't call that a neutral site game. I'm sorry. I mean, just because it's, it's so far for Washington, yeah. LSU is a little bit more of a neutral site. Although they had the majority, anyway, they both won. Wasn't uh, wasn't in
0: Arlington. LSU fans love going to Arlington. LSU is going
1: to yeah. At the end of the day, they're going to travel to Arlington. Yeah. yeah. So basically, you have they both won their neutral site games. It's at Auburn, but if LSU's defense looked good, their whole roster is full of athletes. The quarterback. He's going to have to take a step forward, but I think he actually has has a shot at doing it. Mm-hmm. And if Orgeron can – you sit here and you scratch your head over Orgeron for a minute, but then you sit there and you go, well, he's coaching against Gus. And we watched Gus beat himself in Tiger Stadium last year against <laughs> Danny Etling. So. I
0: was about to ask you about that. Did you see Danny Etling in the NFL preseason game?
1: I did not. Dude,
0: oh, you didn't see this? Dude, he ran like an 80-yard uh, naked bootleg touchdown.
1: Well, who, who's coaching
0: him? It was sick. Uh, it was, He's on the Patriots, I want to say, right? Right.
1: The a chick Yeah. B-a-chick. Yeah.
0: No, uh, it's sick. Dude, you got to look that play up. It's hilarious. Then uh, after the play, the, the announcer is just like looking down the defense like, you just got cut, you just got cut, you just got cut. Like seven guys <laughs> just got cut on this bootleg play. It was great, uh, that's, man. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, back so- to this LSU-Miami game real briefly, I want to say uh, Miami, 34 carries for 83 yards. That's dominant run defense. But the passing lines are interesting. Only complete 15 of 35 passes. you got to think Tommy could do better than that. Still get 259 yards. Uh, so I'll be interested to see how Ole Miss looks against that LSU defense. Um, I, I still think that's a, that's a game. I mean, ask any Ole Miss fan, and whether this is anecdotal or not, they'll tell you Ole Miss plays well in Tiger Stadium. So I think that's going to be an interesting game.
1: I think LSU wins, beats Ole Miss like 34-24 in, in a very interesting four-quarter yeah, game. very That's possible. Not really decided until do we, five. Do
0: or we think this is an Ole Miss team that can upset someone they're not supposed to, or do we see this more as just a, you're going to beat the teams that you have a shot against, you're going to lose to the three? I think, think they
1: can upset somebody. I think they'll be close and just won't won't get enough stops defensively in the second half against a lot of these teams. Mm-hmm. That's my. Gut. But
0: uh, you know, and like I said, I don't think Texas Tech is a good team. Um, I don't think you can take too much away from. Them, but I think you saw enough uh, offensive power and volatility from Ole Miss that there's some there's some fun stuff to be excited about this season. You know, like John said, there's the possibility of an upset. That's really all you can ask for. Uh, and especially in a a bowl band year, you know you don't really have any long season long goals other than a decent record. So the fact that you can go into every game thinking, "Hey, we might have a shot on an upset," something you really couldn't say last year. Uh, that's that's fun for fans. That's that's they, something to look forward to.
1: They have a competitive product. Mm-hmm. to watch all every week, even against Alabama. You'll probably say, "Okay, you know it's worth saying." Okay, how you know, do they get? They're not going to lose sixty-six to three again. Not
0: at, so. they're not not at home. No, I don't see that. No, uh, I think they'll the line the line in that game will be respectable, interesting. Respectable.
1: So. I think Ole
0: Miss's offense might garner uh, some respect from Vegas in that game. Uh, I just want to say, John. I just want to say, we talk about this on the show a lot about line movement, about sharp money. I think it's one of the most interesting things to follow in college football. Did you, you saw what happened in the Ole Miss game? About 20 minutes before the game kicks off, there's a full five-point swing towards Ole Miss as the, the smart money all came down on Ole Miss right before the game. I thought that was very telling, uh, yep. and, and they were right. I mean, they, they nailed it. Ole Miss wins by like 20.
1: Matt Luke signed the deal on the bounty transaction.
0: <laughs> they, yeah, Vegas that's knew about clear. the bounty on the quarterback, yeah.
1: <clears throat>
0: but, no, that's always something to follow, something we'll, we'll continue watching throughout the season. But watching where these lines get set, where the bets come in, how they move, it's it's really interesting stuff you um, know we forgot to talk about something what's that the what? shark the land shark what'd you think
1: everybody was sitting here going that shark looks kind of weird i go yeah i'm sitting here going to myself yeah he's a pervert no shit
0: it looked but weird anyway. as hell yeah it's a very strange mascot
1: it's very strange. i will say though i did to come back and say you know what i'm glad they just have a damn mascot on the field yeah whatever They're willing to, because it's kind of like if you if you don't have a mascot, then why don't you have a mascot? And then you have to go through an awkward explanation. Now it's like, okay, you're leaving out some details, but it's for a Iraq war veteran and they had a rally season. And you can at least in a PR situation, you know, talk through that or whatever. Uh, Look around. Go ahead raising awareness for uh, PTSD. By giving all of us PTSD and having to look at him. Exactly, pretty much. That's he's right. raising awareness for mental health, is what Tony's doing. <laughs> Nobody's come out and said it, but we can have that brain. Yeah, he's that making all of
0: us kind of question our, our collective yeah, health. Yeah, we all. He's making us ask
1: questions. He's very uh-huh. uh, thought provoking, academic. That's school. true.
0: Uh, just quickly hitting some top 25 results uh, a couple games that people I think got really wrong I know me personally I thought hey maybe the under in this Oregon State Ohio State game might be a good play no sir uh, that, that game hits uh, 108 total points Ohio State scores 77. I would,
1: I would have said the same thing but well, I honest. thought maybe
0: with the coaching and all I thought maybe Ohio State would be sluggish nope it makes sense they come out they prove a point
1: I, uh, I want to see how Ohio if Ohio State gets past TCU, which I, I thought that game was at TCU. It's in it's in Jerry World, which means uh-huh. Ohio State will put they'll travel 40, there. Yeah, forty thousand people in the building. Mm-hmm. They'll have as many people there as TCU. Probably, so yeah. They probably get through it. I mean, it, it's interesting. I mean, college football really mirrors like the corporate landscape. You got a handful of superpowers. You got Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State. Who's four? Where the hell's four on this? Did four or not? Oh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's not yeah. there. But those four. Is there anybody I'm leaving out that really should be in there? I don't think so.
0: Um, wait. Give me the four again. Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, yeah, Alabama, Auburn,
1: Alabama, Clemson, Georgia. Georgia. Georgia.
0: Georgia. I think Auburn's right outside of that group.
1: I think uh, Auburn. They're the next tier.
0: What do you think about Notre Dame? I mean, they're obviously the next tier, but are Brandon, they?
1: brand but not like are not they a top like, 10
0: team though legit top 10 uh i don't
1: know but the, but those four programs are going to produce like just their rosters are better than everybody else's top to bottom mm-hmm. yeah. i mean it's kind of like it mirrors banking in the u.s you got this is why we need brands. an
0: 18 playoff just to make it more interesting i don't want just those four. hell
1: hell it mirrors the damn it mirrors the damn airline industry you got yeah. united American Delta and he throw Southwest in there. These
0: are these are monopolies.
1: But Clemson's Southwest basically—they jump in there. <laughs>
0: um, another game I think people got wrong. Uh, Oklahoma just demolishes Lane Kiffin in Florida Atlantic. Um, A game we got wrong, John. Uh, Penn State has to go to overtime to beat App State. Not sure what's hey, going on with Jim hey, Franklin's team. I,
1: I don't. I don't think that means anything for Penn State. I really believe that. It, it, may, it
0: may not, but I was so confident based on your assessment that uh, Penn State would get it done. That's that's, that's a little struggle for uh, James Franklin there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I
1: figured Franklin would have – but I still uh, – I don't downgrade Penn State at all for that. Appalachian mm-hmm. State has gone and had their moment before. Yeah, yep, that's true. They got to replace some guys there. So, Penn State, maybe you keep an eye on them. Who do they have next week? I wonder. But I'm not sure. We'll see. They, uh, oh, <laughs> ooh, they, go, they go to Pitt next week. Oh, yeah.
0: I did see that. Yeah. That if could be interesting. lost
1: to Pitt a couple of years ago. You could almost wonder do they have that? Well, either they get beat by Pitt or they come back and focus. I don't know. I bet they we'll, I bet come back and, and do well against Pitt. Bet back and they do well, too, if, my, if I had to pick one yeah. or the other. Yeah.
0: Um, Obviously, the other big game that we've touched on, uh, Maryland beating Texas, thirty four twenty nine. You know, not not a great start for the season for for Tom Herman, as you said. And Maryland killed a guy. Yeah, people forget well, that. People forget. Yeah, it um. All right, so that is the recap of Week One. Obviously, one game left. Uh, it's happening tonight, as we record this, middle of the day on Monday. Uh, what Florida State? Who is who's the other team?
1: Uh, Votek. Yeah,
0: Florida. That's right. Florida State. Which is, Votek. is a solid game. Yeah, yeah, it's a good good way to finish out the weekend.
1: Taggart has a good team. Francois is back. Uh, mm-hmm. The one that got away, Cam Akers.
0: Yep. Yep. They should be good. I mean, that should be good.
1: I think Taggart comes out and has a. I mean, and takes care
0: of it at home. And then Vitek is uh, what's his face? The old Memphis coach.
1: Yeah, Fuente. I think Fuente is a very good coach, but I um, think he's walking into a saw, bus saw tonight. Yeah, so. this should be
0: rough. Uh, all right, so let's look ahead to uh, week two. Not a ton of great lines, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into the lines. Sponsored by my bookie. Uh, don't forget, guys, if you want to bet on college football, you want to play along with us. Uh, maybe put a little parlay down, like we might be doing here, uh, as we're known to do on the show. Head on over to my bookie. Use our promo code Shark. And uh, get in the action. I promise you'll uh, you'll enjoy it. And uh, if you don't, you can hold me personally responsible. All right. So lines of the week, week two. Uh, let's see.
1: I'm gonna. I got the schedule. I'll go down games that interest me. We can kind of. Okay, I'll give you the lines on this. Mississippi State, Kansas State. I I
0: like the Bulldogs all the way up to minus eight and a half after Kansas State struggle with South Dakota State. I think they cover that.
1: My gut says that they cover that. I think Moorhead's a good coach. Um, Fitz comes back. If they even get kind of in a bind, they can put Thompson in for a drive or sure. two. To, yeah. But um, but if McKay <clears throat> State winning that game wouldn't surprise me. I don't know if I like it eight and a half to be frank. It,
0: it, it was it was like it was like two before Kansas State played South Dakota. I think that's probably a lock. Oh, my, my line just moved to minus 10, so the money is definitely trending towards Mississippi State. It is an 11 a.m. kickoff.
1: Two, I like it. Hell, two is a steal. All I got to do is win by a field goal. Right, if that it was, was
0: before the Saturday games.
1: If it was six and a half. I mean, I, I just, here's the, you don't want to overreact to week one. Teams yep. get change a lot week one to week two. Yeah, South spe-
0: Dakota State, obviously, is one of the best non-FBS teams.
1: Yep. I mean, the, the only game I really felt good about last week was West Virginia over Tennessee. And yeah, not that doing, was a
0: lock. That was a lock.
1: Bill Stack, if you're listening, I'm not doing that to pick on the balls. I just thought that first-year coach, Tennessee shaky quarterback. Tennessee Greer, went 0-8 last year. Greer's that good. I mean, Greer's going to end up being in the – probably the Heisman finalist because he's going to throw for a gazillion yards. Yes. I see that. He's going to take Shea's spot on the Heisman. Yes,
0: I think Greer's definitely a Heisman guy. Um South Carolina getting a lot of respect, plus 10 versus Georgia. I don't like that line at all. Uh, I think we're going to learn a lot about maybe both those these teams this week, but especially South Carolina.
1: Carolina, I think it's a it's a very interesting game for Georgia. they got enough guys to replace, work through it. That's a tough place to play. Historically, when, Spurrier, when it was Spurrier-Rick, those were always low-scoring, close games. Mm-hmm. Carolina won a few of after once they got Clowney and the boys on the team. Um, I think Georgia ekes that one. I, I think Georgia wins by, like, 13 to 17, but it's uh, they have to kind of pull away in the fourth type deal. I think Georgia needs to walk in there and give a shit, basically. Mm-hmm. UCLA goes to Oklahoma. UCLA lost to Cincinnati at home to kick off the Chip Kelly that's era. That's
0: rough. Yeah, Oklahoma minus 30. <laughs> so that's – I mean, you don't touch that. That's
1: that's craziness. Yeah. Chip uh, Ke- uh, Kelly. has got a rebuild there. That'll I'm going to tell fun. you. I'm
0: going to pick this. I like Central Michigan minus 6.5 versus Kansas.
1: Oh, is that Central Michigan? Yeah. I yeah. Think so, I think like- yeah. that's a very good one. That makes a lot of sense. I like that. Uh
0: Ooh, What's the over
1: on Rutgers Ohio State? I let me see here. Ohio State putting eighty on the board would be such a dick move. I don't to, have
0: it on this line. I think I might add it later in the week. But you got to think it's it's going to be high, right? Ohio State minus thirty-five and a half.
1: Um, I mean, they I mean they boat raced Oregon State. I, it, that the fact that they did that tells me they're focused and pissed off. Yeah, they the and they're
0: going to score. Yeah,
1: they're. Ohio State may be better than what they would have been this year, outside of the Urban Meyer deal. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's a a catalyst. I could actually see that.
0: I think Clemson minus twelve and a half might be a lock versus Texas A&M. Lock at twelve and a
1: half.
0: Hmm. I do not have much respect for the Aggies, man. I watched some of that game against uh, Northwestern either. I, I mean, I think Jimbo's a good coach. I don't think it's ready yet.
1: Jimbo's played Dabo a few. I mean, they've played each other eight times. Does that even matter?
0: I just think the talent on the field is gonna. We like we know what Sumlin did to that roster.
1: let lose this game. Let me think. Let me just think out loud and build the case. They, they don't
0: have a great offense. The A and M doesn't.
1: Kelly Bryant struggles, so they go to the Trevor or Lawrence or whoever, right? And he's shaky and then they end up with no quarterbacks and they gotta trunch through a lot. I think their defense takes really quiet A and um, It's
0: Is it at Clemson? Where is this game?
1: No, it's in it's at Kyle Field.
0: It's, okay. All right.
1: You got I mean, you got the cult of a hundred thousand waving their damn towels.
0: So that means even oh, with that, that home that field, field advantage.
1: Shaking with Jimbo, they got the new leader of the cult, Jimbo. Now, Kelly I mean, Bryant is
0: a focused professional. Like They're not going to be yeah, Kyle I mean, well, Field. Well,
1: things. it's no different than when they went into Vod Tech last year and just pounded them. I mean, that's really not.
0: I, I don't I think, think AM's is ready for this game.
1: You know, at 12 and a half, the more I think about it, the more I like it. The, Clemson lost on a Friday to Syracuse last year, and Syracuse kind of a sleeper team. Bryant got hurt. The flip side is if Bryant gets hurt, you put the freshman, and he could go off. He's
0: good, yeah. I think I think Clemson gets up for an SEC team as well. I
1: think definitely it's Jimbo to Dabo. Yeah. Dabo is the kind of guy that would kind of get a get a.
0: I, I get like the Tigers.
1: Has to go against Jimbo and the SEC. Yeah, the more the more you. The more I think about this, the more I like taking Clemson. And I think,
0: yeah, I'm taking I'm that. I think uh, this Florida-Kentucky line is pretty much exactly where it should be. Florida minus 14.5. I I see the game around two touchdowns probably. Could be a 10-point loss for Kentucky they could cover. I will, can see that. Well, Dan
1: Holland's history, if he always beats who he should, carry over. To true. He's, he's it's true. He's beaten
0: Kentucky a shitload of
1: times. I assume yes until proven otherwise. I think so. he'll
0: win. If you told me Florida covers, not surprised. If you told me Kentucky yeah. keeps it close, not surprised.
1: <laughs> Look at old Dan's schedule here for a minute.
0: It's uh fairly soft. The, the the most interesting game on his schedule is at Mississippi State.
1: For me, at least. Old Dan got on his schedule here. Because Dan, I mean, if he goes 8-4 his first year, it's ugh. Dan needs to beat the hell out of Kentucky here, Colorado State. Because at Tennessee, he should win, but... He will. They'll win that. He should win. It's at Knoxville. I don't think Florida's great, but he wins that. Two states fascinating. His key stretch is at-state than LSU at home. He could lose both of those games. Yep. And then the rest of the year is uh, beats Vandy, loses to Georgia. Mizzou at home is another interesting game. Carolina, he's got – at to 6 he's got one, two, I'm going to say four, five, six – I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Mississippi State, LSU, Georgia, Mizzou, South Carolina, Florida State in a bucket. If he splits that, he goes nine and three. If he yeah. goes two and four against those teams, he is eight and four. I think if he goes nine and three, split, splitting that, that set, mm-hmm. it's a decent year for him. But he's got to be so. That, so coming back all the way back up to what the hell does I have to do with this week? Dan knows he's got to take care of business this week, mm-hmm. and he needs to build equity with the fan base. Because I think there's there's probably a few. I could see the, a portion of that fan base beat going. You know, he's a good coach, but we could we should have done better. Blah blah blah. Right. So, no, he
0: needs he needs to have a strong performance this season. He's Do not
1: it. a not a slam dunk. He didn't have like Harbaugh first year at Michigan God status there by any stretch. No,
0: no. But I think so, if he if he has a nine so, but and but three that, season, uh, he recruits well. They'll be okay.
1: Exactly. Mullen beats teams he's supposed to and he's kicked Kentucky's ass a million times. Right, so, and moving from state like, to Florida,
0: I'm, you're supposed to beat a lot more teams. So we'll see if you can continue the trend.
1: And I I mean you'd like thirteen and a half instead of fourteen yeah, and a half. Yeah. I don't think it matters with mm-hmm. Dan
0: but I'm with you. I agree. Let's see, talking about Penn State, Pittsburgh, Penn State minus eight and a half. Uh I have no idea what Pittsburgh has. I have no idea. Um, we talked earlier. I
1: think Penn State bounces back, but I'm not betting. Yeah, that.
0: I think they could cover that, but I have no idea. Um, we well, should had some over unders on this line. I think that, I guess they're just not on the book yet uh, to add to this parlay. But, Week ones done. Yep. Um, looking for anything else of interest. Southern Miss minus six uh, against UAL. Monroe after they beat Florida State fifty-five to seven. Can't take much away from that though. Um. I assume Alabama covers thirty seven versus Arkansas State, but I could also see it being just an ugly game where Saban, you know, tries to create things to get pissed about in between the I week. Think,
1: I think they cover for one reason. The backup quarterback's gonna want to go out there and get his points.
0: It's true. That's true.
1: That's true. I think point. that I think that pushes you to the over the line for Alabama in these games this year. Memphis minus four and
0: a half versus Navy. What did Memphis do week one?
1: I have no idea.
0: It seems like a low line, though, for Navy.
1: I had NFL Network on this morning, and somebody – you remember Anthony Miller, the receiver there? Yeah. Oh. Meant, mm-hmm. Now Bear, they were saying he's like a sleeper to have a really big ear, which I agree. The Bear is
0: trading for Khalil Mack. Very
1: interesting. I cannot believe Gruden did that, but whatever. Mm. That means Gruden has the big – I mean, Gruden's got a Harbaugh-type ego making that move. That's crazy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, getting the two first round picks is big, but I mean, I think Gruden feels like he's in for a rebuild. You got to see him trading away Mac.
1: It does kind of set. I guess the flip side is, is Gruden. If Gruden sucks for a couple years, he now ha- he now can say, "Look, I, this is how I set it up."
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. I did this on purpose to trust the process.
1: USC Stanford line. That's an interesting game. shit. Um,
0: let's see, USC or Stanford minus three and a half. Yeah, that's that is actually pretty interesting. What did SC do week one? They won. Uh USC won. Over uh
1: forty-three, twenty-one.
0: UNLV, yeah. they they struggled a little bit in the first half, I think, but they, yeah, they got it done.
1: Guy. They have Bryce Love over at uh
0: hmm.
1: nah, I don't know I'm gonna, what to I'm I'm
0: gonna pick I'm gonna I'm just putting together like a small parlay here for fun, just real low stakes. I'm gonna pick uh Texas minus twenty one to bounce back and score points against Tulsa. Um, just because, you know, why not? I think they'll be pissed and annoyed. Um, and it's Tulsa, obviously. Was Tulsa the team, did you see that, where the uh, the special teams, they blocked a punt he just, like, caught it into the end zone? Did you see that?
1: This, uh...
0: It was pretty cool. It was like they were punting from, like, the 5 or the 10, and the 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 rusher just, like, just basically seamlessly just took the punt off the punter's foot. It was in the end zone within, like, half a second. It was very funny. It was a very funny play to watch.
1: I think I, I think I remember saying that. Yeah, yeah it's
0: kind of snag. I believe that was Tulsa. Um There's not yeah, there's not a ton of games. Let me try to quickly grab another line maybe.
1: I have another line. Okay, give me. What do you have Michigan at? I have I'm seeing minus 20- 26
0: and a half against Western I have
1: Michigan. It open at 25 and a half up depending on the book, 25 and a half to 27. Did they cover that? I lay the hell out of that. Harbaugh needs equity and yeah. he's got a quarterback now that we, Oh, he make, can beat,
0: he can beat but, bad teams,
1: but he will, he will roll stats up against bad teams. Yep. He, he's a, seven on, if football was seven on seven, Shea Patterson's one of the three best quarterbacks in the country. That's right. All right. That's locked. So um, that's, so I got three that I like, and then I'm going to keep going through here. So, so do I, you I, have, a, I
0: have five, I have five right now in my book. What?
1: See, yeah. Yeah. What, what are your five?
0: I got Mississippi State minus ten, Central Michigan minus six point five, Clemson minus twelve point five, Texas minus twenty one, Michigan minus twenty six point five.
1: I think Clemson, we like we talked through, is a good pick at twelve and a half.
0: And all, I mean, I can see any of these. I can see State not covering that. I see Clemson not covering that. uh, But I think we're just airing towards the most likely outcomes here. I
1: think Florida takes care of Kentucky by a little. Lot okay. For all, all the Mullen factors. All right. Right.
0: We're doing we're doing a uh, like a one dollar parlay here. So let's add a shitload of teams. Why not?
1: That's a uh, four yeah, to minus fourteen and a half. Thing, Phil, yeah, half Dan's going to beat the shit out. He's going he's going to make the homeboys happy. That's right. Um, I like it. I think Michigan versus Western Michigan's a lock. Harbaugh Harbaugh's got image issues, and got, it, but got he, that on. Got a stat slot machine playing quarterback.
0: That's right. All right. So if we well, got lucky well, and hit all I'm these... Happy.
1: Plus what? I don't really think Harbaugh wants to get in a fight with Sean Patterson, so his boy needs to go for over yeah. four hundred yards. What's the Michigan hang on here? Um could. c let's go find this in a bet. Michigan single game passing record. Passing I, yard record. <laughs> I think they, they're breaking that this weekend.
0: I can see it. I can see it. But they're they're a run team, right? That's what you were saying earlier. They're gonna run the ball.
1: Yeah, but Harbaugh has got he's got some issues here. Yeah. Holy shit! Devin Gardner threw for five hundred three against Indiana in thirteen. That wow. was all rich. Damn,
0: that is crazy. Um, another line that I'm just scrolling through here: Vanderbilt, I think, covers ten, uh, hosting Nevada. I like that.
1: Who um, is Jake Rudock? That guy threw for four hundred forty in a Michigan Jake uniform. Rudock. Holy shit! So let's
0: see if we if I add Brady's,
1: the uh, Brady's best game ever was. Ohio State, 98, 375, and then Henney threw for three. I think Shea gets over 375. He's going to throw for more yards than Tom Brady did in his best game ever. I, I, I think that one's coming.
0: That's it. All right, so uh, I'm going to put this this parlay in. Uh, $1 to win $91. You got to love that, right, John? Just to, to, to list it off. Go ahead. 91X. Yep, so just to list it off, uh, and obviously, you know, I'm not a dumbass. I know parlays are how they build the casinos in Vegas, so don't worry. This is just for fun. Just having some fun with our sponsor, MyBookie, promo code SHARK. So if you want to get on MyBookie, uh, do the same parlay as us. We got Mississippi State minus 10 at Kansas State, like I said. Central Michigan minus 6.5 versus Kansas. Clemson minus 12.5 versus AM. Texas minus 21 versus Tulsa. Michigan minus 26.5 against some other Michigan team I forgot. Florida minus 14.5 against Kentucky and I added Vanderbilt minus 10 against Nevada. Um and so that's risking $1 to $91. Obviously not a great. I mean, obviously one of those is not going to hit if not multiples, but hey, it's fun. This is what it's it's fun to do this. This is fun. So I'm putting in the Land Sharks after dark parlay of the week on my bookie and uh that's it. That's what we're that's what we're looking for. You got any other lines to hit on John before we uh move on from the lines of the week? Set. That- um great. All right, cool. Uh let's see. Any other stories around the country? We talked about the Khalil Mack trade, uh, obviously NFL week one coming up this weekend. Get your uh your fantasy rosters in order, folks. Um any other big NFL news? Oh, Chad. Oh, I saw uh Paxton Lynch on waivers, right? They yeah. released him. Yep. Yeah. No way cut him. Big big news for Chad. He is the uh clear backup. For Case Keenum there in Denver, and and this is actually after he kind of struggled a little bit in the last preseason game. Everybody said Paxton Lynch looked better, so that,
1: that line to go. If they wanted to keep Lynch and avoid the cap hit to, to uh-huh. do that, they always say, "Now nah, the hell with it."
0: Yeah, I said he's the he's, he's cut. Did anybody pick up Lynch? Do we know?
1: I don't sure. know. Uh, Who cares? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you know it's pod fodder. We are in this in this post. Yep. Um. So yeah, that's that's a big story for old Miss fans, obviously. Uh ch- ch- anything we're forgetting Cubs here, John. It. Go ahead.
1: Are the Cubs playing today?
0: I believe that they are, yeah. The uh they're what five and a half games up.
1: Hawks are in Atlanta right now on ESPN. Yeah, I really
0: enjoying watching the Braves. Uh, yeah, Cubs are at the Brewers. Uh, they're okay, here in so about
1: ten minutes. The one central start for you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Note to anybody that has been on as a guest host before, anybody that is interested in being a guest host. Yeah. I will be in Germany for work-related items the next three weeks, that's so true. we
0: might we might need some uh, some. Yeah, uh, we, the, can, we can definitely round up some on-air talent.
1: Of us wanting to actually take the time to coordinate me being on over there, sure. Like With the,
0: the time day, difference,
1: difference is very unlikely. Yeah, so maybe
0: uh, maybe if he, if if something. Uh, peaks your your interest. It's something you just got to talk about. You can you can, record, I can do uh, a, record a message and send it in or something like that.
1: Or I can just send you guys some stuff to read off. That's true. Yeah, send some send some correspondence. I'll read it. Going. He's got an old Miss podcast. He can't take three weeks off during the season. Here's what's going to happen. They're going to beat the crap out of them. who do they have this week. Oh, so so they're they're Southern
0: they're, Illinois. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna lose to Alabama. And they got two non-con games, I think, right? Kent State. I, in,
1: I predict the Alabama line to be... Alabama to be a twenty-four point favorite and they cover that because they will run the ball. They will wear. I think Ole Miss is competitive for a half and Alabama just wears them down around. The
0: yeah, ball. if you told me that Ole Miss stays within a couple scores until the fourth quarter and then Alabama covers, that that sounds about right. They'll they'll run Ole Miss down probably, but I don't know. I think it might. Be a little bit more respect than twenty four in Oxford. We'll see. Maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, obviously, Alabama won sixty six. I was wanting to say more like Wisconsin.
1: twenty, but I think I think Vegas has a lot of respect has a, yeah. a lot of appreciation for Tua, obviously. and Vegas is probably thinking the same thing we are that, or to an extent that Hertz is going to come in. They're going to let him have two or three drives, mm-hmm. and he will. He can run the ball against uh, McGriff's defense. So oh, yeah.
0: It'll be it'll be interesting, but, so that, again, not a, not a good game for all this probably.
1: They, I get back the 28th, and the 29th they play LSU and Tiger Stadium. That'll be kind of interesting.
0: Yep, there you go. You'll be back for that, and then we'll recap it after that. So, yeah, and, you enjoy your uh, trip to Germany, of course. Oktoberfest on the uh, docket, is that right?
1: I'll have to stay up late and watch. Uh, the Tiger Bowl is going to be fascinating. Yep. That LSU-Auburn game really is it's the biggest September game. Yeah, week three should be good. Week two, a little bit of a snoozer. Week three should if be good. LSU play along here, I'm not saying they do this. Okay. If LSU beats Auburn. Mm-hmm. They get Georgia – yeah, they have to play Georgia. They get Georgia and Alabama at home. And Ole Miss. Well, yeah. And state,
0: but, state at home too as well, right?
1: They, I mean, the sch- their schedule is set up for them either – I mean, they've kind of got the games they should win on the road which means they could lose and get upset. But they got this games that are kind of coin flips, tougher ones at home. And if Death Valley, if they actually let them play at night and go out there, that's a hell of a place to play. I yeah. think that they could be the sleeper that jumps up. If Now, this is contingent on like the offense saying we're going to turn it loose and Joe Burrow really right. being. Um, but is, is
0: Orgeron going to Orgeron a couple games this season? I don't know.
1: You know, he coached pretty solid against Miami, which, okay, one game, whatever. He After Troy last year, he was actually pretty yeah, damn... Good. that's true. He put it together. He and he's got his... I think here's his quarterback. Stick with it.
0: For whatever reason, I think he's got a ton of talent. I still... I think Ole Miss has a real shot in Baton Rouge. Call me crazy. We shall yeah. see. It, they'll
1: they'll be 3-1. You watch that LSU team run around, and you go, that's one of the five or six best rosters in the country. I mean, I mean the team... But I list off the four the four stalwarts you get Clemson, Ohio State, Bama, Georgia. Georgia's in there now under Kirby because they're committed. Mm-hmm. LSU's fifth on the list. And I mean, they always
0: players, is from a talent standpoint. They're pretty much
1: always like a top three is, talent team. A team is going to put a roster together. So, well,
0: imagine if they hired a good coach down there; it'd be terrifying.
1: Yeah, but that see, that's too easy. It's always got to be right. interesting.
0: You got to create struggles for yourself there. Yep.
1: In, um. Anything NFL worth talking about? Any big? I think we predictions? hit on the the big
0: stories, big predictions. uh I don't know. Give me give me a team for the playoffs that uh, people maybe aren't seeing. I don't know. I have sleeper no idea. playoffs yeah. playoff
1: sleeper. Uh, Miami Dolphins.
0: Okay, I like it. I like that. A little bit of noise yeah. there.
1: Wild card, AFC, I don't think, I mean, beside beyond the Steelers, the Pats, and the Chiefs, who is it? You know,
0: outside of hoping for a good season for Houston for selfish fantasy reasons, because I have Deshaun Watson and uh, all that, um, I-, I think that actually Cam Newton could have a good season. Um, I think the Patriots will do well again.
1: I think your Jags have it. Have yeah, I like the Jags. Well, it's interesting, first two weeks, though, at the Giants, then host the Patriots. Yeah, very interesting. Easy. could easily be 0-2. Yep, yep, yep. If they're zero and two and Ramsey's running his mouth and Marone kind of strikes me as a hot, I can get head. away a little bit. I like they, the
0: offense. They got Dante so, now. They got Moncrief.
1: What yeah, about uh? Gonna,
0: what about the yeah, LA Rams? I like portals? Yeah, I know. What about the LA Rams yeah. with Gurley?
1: Um, I think they're good. Yeah, but we'll we'll have to see. Yeah, and I. I they're going to be good for three or four. If they're not as quite as good this year as everybody makes it out to be, I don't think it's the end of the world. But right. sure. yeah,
0: they have they have some Sue, time.
1: Sue in a contract year next to Donald is filthy though. Yes,
0: yeah, they have a sick DL. Yeah, I, I like I, I like the Rams.
1: Sue's uh, interesting. He's really smart, so he's going to focus and give a shit this year to get yeah. a contract. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I like that one a lot.
0: There's some storylines for sure, so we'll be following that as the season goes on here in our kind of third segment of the show but uh hopefully you enjoyed this episode you're kind of going to get a lot of this format throughout football season we'll open up recapping the old miss game we'll look around the country talk about what happened uh going to lines of the week sponsor by my bookie uh, and then do a general nfl uh, mlb playoffs coming up all of that at the end of the show so uh again you can look forward to that as we talked about week two not a ton going on um i think if you're kind of a diehard old miss fan which i assume a lot of our listeners are uh, you'll be interested in that Southern Illinois game just to see some young faces on the field, see what kind of adjustments can be made after last week. Obviously not gonna learn a lot about the team facing that opponent, but it's kind of uh, you know, they'll be looking ahead to Alabama. They'll be uh trying to get everything corrected from the last game, so it'll be interesting. Um, you know, I I'm I'm interested to see what happens after the whole Jalen Jones injury uh, at cornerback. They did have a little bit of depth there, but then also a kick returner. Obviously, it's a big blow though. I uh, wish him a speedy recovery. Um, you got anything else you want to talk about this week, John?
1: No. I want right. to. When do, you,
0: uh, when do you leave for Germany?
1: Uh, Saturday night.
0: Saturday night. All right, great. Well, I hope you have a great trip, man. Go ahead. What are you going to say? I,
1: I want to go on a rant about McGriff, but. Let's let him suck a couple more Yeah, weeks. we'll say
0: mid-season. We'll, 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 we'll save guaranteed. that
1: post-LSU podcast after they run for 350. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McGriff is so not qualified to do his job, but we'll <laughs> save that for what we have more than to have.
0: There will be uh, plenty of time to talk about Lillian McGriff and his job, as if as a coordinator. Uh, but for now, a good, uh, good week one win. Good job, Matt Luke. Um, I didn't see any... Obvious coaching fails. I forgot to mention earlier, real quick at the end of the show, I thought it was just hilarious that Cliff Kingsbury was down by seventeen uh in in inside the fifteen yard line. Instead of kicking the field goal on fourth down, he goes for it incomplete pass. Like that's that's just so stupid, man. Like the his defense was playing okay. Kick the field goal, <laughs> make it a two score game, go get a stop, and then you can really threaten. But letting letting Ole Miss uh, stay up by 17, they go down and score, you get, or they go down and kick a field goal it's a 20 point game, the game's over that's that's just bad coaching, Kingsbury needs to be fired for that alone, honestly like I, you can't not kick the field goal there, that's my little mini rant if Matt Luke had done that, it would be some dumb shit, so uh, hopefully he can keep improving his in-game uh, coaching um, but hey, good good week one you beat a team you should beat based on the talent levels, and, and uh, you gotta go from there, it should be an interesting season, John there's some uh, some fun stuff to watch
1: for, for a bowl yeah. ban
0: season, I think it could be worse. We'll see.
1: I, I think there's enough interest. I mean, the top of the the top of college football is kind of boring in some respects. Mm-hmm. Although the SEC, with I would say, really, I think you got Alabama's the clear favorite, and mm-hmm. they're 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 the clear favorite. But I think the Georgia, Auburn, LSU dynamics are interesting.
0: Yeah, for sure. So lots have to watch there. We'll be here all season with you, breaking it down on Landsharks After Dark from uh, the Armchair All-Americans Network. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in, guys. Um, obviously, if you like the show, we'd appreciate a five-star iTunes review. Uh, type a few nice words in there; that would be great. Um, and again, like I said, feel free to uh, use our code Shark on my bookie. Sign up, get some get some money and play. We'd appreciate that as well. But for now. For John, I'm Justin. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, I'll be back to talk to you next week. John, have a great time in Germany, man. I right, talk to you later. All
1: you got to do is just...